Welcome to Tony's Take Podcast. Welcome to Tony's Take Podcast. This is our sports episode, episode 58. We've got Off-Road Andy. Yeah, we do. We've got Tony. What's up? And we've got Carter. No, we don't. That was him. And I'm Sean, also Dobby. Now, if you're joining us, this is our first time on iTunes, but we've been on SoundCloud for quite a while. I've been working out the kinks. We, we think approved yet, though. Oh, we're approved, baby. Well, there's Tim Cook, might. I'm putting my foot down. I have an iPhone 10. I was one of the first people to get an iPhone 10. Steve Jobs is going to come up from the grave and say no. You bite your tongue. Forbidden. Why? Steve Jobs is a saint, and okay. he would never. Well, he's dead. Whoa. <laughs> well, I mean, could he be a saint then? I don't think that's how it works, right? I said was a saint. No, I'm. Well, one saying. thing we know for sure is Drew Brees is a saint. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Yeah. We're we're here for <laughs> sports. Segue. Yeah. It, it would, as as I said, you're joining us in our sports pod, and if you like entertainment, check that out too, because we do that as well. But let's take it away with some sports. Well, where to anyone? I was gonna say I don't know where to begin. I mean, we got a lot has happened recently. We have the NFL, and I mean, wow, I said that twice. We have the NBA and NHL playoffs are in don't there. Don't say NFL. Don't say NFL. Are right, in we the, got the NFL. <laughs> anyway, the NBA and NHL playoffs have started their conference finals. And also we had some big news with sports betting become legal. So where should we start with this, fellas? I think it's the lead story. The sports yeah, betting? Yeah, I got five to one that we're going to start with that. All right. Well, for most of you out there know that sports betting is only legal in the United States in Nevada. Lame. But, Atlantic City. Oh, well, he's got you there. That's what just won, New Jersey. Okay, I don't know. I didn't follow Yeah, that. it was New Jersey versus My whatever goodness. to make sports betting legal there, and it won, and that gave the segue now that all these states now can, can apply to become – to make sports betting legal that's there. That's why Chris Christie was getting credit for this shit. Not exactly. So what happened was New Jersey did uh, – they, they were the ones to kind of take this head on. Uh, the federal government had just kind of overruled everything, and they've – kind of approved it so that every state can now yeah. l- legally gamble. So it was uh They said though that I think they said New Jersey might well yeah, sports betting will be legal in New Jersey. I think they said within I can't remember if it said 5 weeks or 5 months, but it'll definitely be in the near future and then they predict that in 5 years 32 states will have legal sports gambling. And that's exciting. And well, obviously the biggest thing is that we've already had some commissioners come out and say that the one thing that obviously they'll try their that they'll make sure happens is that the integrity of their game stays true because obviously with sports betting being legal, you're gonna have you some know Al maybe Capones. you're gonna have maybe some uh, referee or something could go into a sports book or go or have someone do a bet for him and no one knows who that ref is you know because like you know so if a ref can do whatever there's, he can to try still, to influence uh, there's still potential for that even when it was illegal like, no I know that's what I'm saying so obviously now with like it being Reynolds, legal when he was a college quarterback. Through a game once. Yeah. And he went to jail. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The is like yard? The thing is, is that a lot of these guys, though, <laughs> the punishment. I, got I did. I think Tony thought I was serious. <laughs> no, I just was ignoring it because I want to talk. But <laughs> the the main uh, the main thing is, like, a lot of these teams, like, it is a big punishment if a player or coach, whatever, does get caught. I mean, obviously, about 15 years ago, you had all the Dunahee stuff where he got – caught for fixing some basketball games by trying to lean it towards the over and whatnot. And he, I don't know if he's, st- is he still in prison? 
I don't I, know. He went to prison for sure. They actually just shot him. <laughs> but then uh, another false story. <laughs> and then another. Yeah, I know these guys are antsy tonight. But then another. Uh, um, what was it? Oh yeah, and then also yeah, Pete Rose that was involved with sports betting, and he's the all-time leading, the yeah, all-time hits himself, leaders, though. the all-time hits leaders, and he uh, isn't even in the Hall of Fame. So obviously the the punishment for betting on sports, uh, if you're a professional athlete or a referee, is very big. You most likely you can you can well, go to jail. If you're yeah, if you're fixing games. Yeah, but I mean, it's, I feel like it's basically like inside trading. It's like if you're if you're on that team and you decide to say, oh wait a minute, I'm gonna we're favored by fifteen. I'm going to make sure that we win, but by less than 15, you know what I mean? It's like shit like that, that could easily happen. And it's what the game is going to try to obviously prevent from happening. And I mean, and I'm sure I'm, I'm not too worried about that. I think the integrity of all the sports will still be what it is because I don't think these players will risk their careers for a few thousand dollars or whatever, when they're already making millions of dollars a year anyway. So, uh, I mean, I mean, yes, you're, I agree with you, but I mean, you already have players kind of doing that essentially with, uh, you know, drugs and whatnot. Uh, but I, I think the most exciting aspect of this to me is kind of how stadiums, uh, implement it. Um, just cause you know, going to an event is going to be awesome, but now that sports betting is going to be legalized. Um, I, I couldn't imagine like a stadium not having like, a a booth there available for their fans and for, oh, yeah. for visitors to bet on the game that you're currently at. Um, so I'm really excited to see how they yeah. kind of implement those at the stadiums. Um, and it, it'll be really exciting. Um, not only as a fan going to those games, but to have that as well. It's going to look like the track. Every booth yeah, is going to be a kiosk where you can, they'll take your money. Oh, let, absolutely. Let it's me ask you this. How far out, crazy. how far out do you think California is? I think you follow this a little closer than I tone or Carter. How far out do you think California before they can you can do it here? I mean, I think California is definitely gonna be one of the first states to push it, just because it's they figured like taxing it and stuff and oh, hell yeah, whatnot. And Cal, I mean, I I, I would say if, if they really predict that in five years, thirty-two states will have it. I bet California is gonna be able to do it in the within the two years. I bet. Yeah, I would say within two as well. Um, I think not only because California is just so massively populated. Um, they I, they want Cal- if they, if there if there's a state they want to have it California is oh, definitely uh, that's what I'm going to say is is you have some of the biggest brands in sports in the state yeah um and not only that I mean and a couple of the biggest cities in the world too exactly L A and San Francisco exactly so you have all these sports teams that are in California and California is probably represented the most in every professional sport um definitely and New York. Yeah. Um, so I, I would imagine those two states. They'll are, want all the big cities to yeah, have it. So you're going to have definitely it, the first the two cities. I mean, you're going to have it in New York in no time because New Jersey is about to get it. And then you're going to have it in Vegas already. And then before you know it, you'll have it in L.A. Yeah, it's funny how um, we didn't have a team in Vegas for years because the, this concern, like, oh, they'll be so close to the sports betting. And we've had one this year for the first time. And we'll have one two years from now, another team. And now there's potential for every sports every single oh, yeah. sports team to have. I've been saying for a while that I think eventually team. Vegas is going to have all the uh, all professional well, there's teams. There's no reason not to now. Yeah, but uh, another thing too is I remember reading something a while a few years back about like if sports betting were to become legal, like one of the rules on it would be like in California is that like you couldn't bet on. I don't know if this is still going to be true, but that you couldn't bet on California college teams. 
So like, that's going to be an issue because those players aren't getting paid. Exactly. But brought up uh, Burt Reynolds, of course. Yeah. But so that's what I'm saying. But also another thing is like, let's say Riverside's playing UCI, right? Point guard for Riverside comes in and they're favored by eight points, and he decides to take oh UCI plus eight. Like I think I can make it so we can maybe win by like win but less than eight. It's like no one's gonna know if the point guard for Riverside comes in. You know what I mean? Or Big name, like just little name teams like that, because there really are like, there's a lot. You have betting lines on little schools all the time, like Fullerton and yeah, uh, UCI, Cal State Northridge, and stuff like that, and Santa Barbara. I mean, just schools that aren't, you know, big Showtime schools. You know, it's not like it's UCLA or USC. When obviously, if the best player on UCLA walks into a sports book, someone's gonna recognize him. But yeah, it, so it'll think... just be stuff like that. It'll be interesting to see like what they're. Because college kids, like you said, it, the pros, who you know, you got a, you're making twenty million dollars that year. It's like whatever. But these college kids that aren't making anything, that it's what you know, they got tuition, they got books oh, to pay for. I mean, it's gonna be, you could even give it to like, you know, if you were, if I was playing and you were my friend, I'm like, hey, Andy, here's to take a uh, five grand, put it on this. Yeah. Like I'll make sure that there's fouls and games well, are higher scoring. I, I think that happens today already, and I, I think college college sports are much more. Uh, susceptible to the oh, yeah, like, the shitty aspects of gambling, um, but given that, I mean, like, there's nothing stopping them doing that currently. Um, but I do agree that it should stay out uh, just to the ease of access, I guess you could say. But I mean, like, right nowadays you can just go online and place bets, so it's not like they can't do it already. Um, they just can't have the account linked to them. They can't, you know. Um, but it's definitely already plausible and possible. Um, so I mean. The integrity of the game is already at stake. I just, I'm not sure that it's gonna have a big effect on that. Really, well, college sports don't mean anything anyways. Give a shit. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I think college sports have like, there's, there's definitely one of the biggest weekends in Vegas. Dumb rednecks in the south, right? One of the, well, Ouch. yeah. But one of the biggest. By the way, hello, North Carolina and everywhere else. One of the biggest uh, bet like weekends just in Vegas, let alone is like out of all events that happen all year long. One of the busiest weekends in Vegas is the first weekend of March Madness, and that's obviously for the fact of everyone goes out there and bets. They bet on these underdogs. They bet on their team, you know. Yeah, definitely. And it's exciting because it's you know it starts on Thursday. You know, you're out there for Thursday games, Friday games, Saturday games, Sunday games, and I mean I'm talking like that's seriously like one of the busiest weekends in Vegas. And I mean that's counting New Year's, Halloween, summertime. Just all of that. I think I think uh, March Madness and bowl games in particular. Yeah, bowl I, I guess not bowl, bowl games. Um, well, people like to bet on the bowl more games so the a lot. playoffs of the bowl games. I think those are less likely because those are your show- showcase pretty much to the nation. Your everything's nationally televised. Um, doesn't care if you're doesn't matter if you're a small school. You're in the tournament. So I don't think um, the the I guess the integrity is more at stake in those scenarios than a regular season game is, but um, I do it, it, I do agree those are the two biggest times for sports betting is bowl games and March Madness, um, so it's definitely there. Into and I mean like it's it's just like college players that's their kind of resume going into whatever they want to do right, um, not for your smaller schools like you said your Riversides and whatnot. Um, but I mean, they still have a chance. And nowadays in the NFL, you have a lot of more D2, D3 schools, uh, players that are kind of getting drafted and whatnot, getting recognized. So, I mean, um, it, the integrity, like I said earlier, is always at stake. So there's no way getting around that. Yeah. 
And I mean, I just like you said too. It's already been at stake with just one state having it legal. Now with a handful of it, I'm just saying. Like, and when I think of it being at stake, I'm not thinking about like professional players or players doing stuff on purpose. I'm thinking more of it's like the refs because that's what people I feel like sometimes you don't think about is dirty refs. I mean, the dirty refs are out there all the time. Oh, absolutely. Because I mean, even I though- think those were like the craziest stories too back in the day with the mob and whatnot, kind of like oh, influencing yeah. referees. Because referees are easy, because like, and they're not getting paid as nearly as much no, as players. No, yeah. Well, a lot of them, I think, do it like part time. At least the NFL yeah. refs, they do it once a week, and I think they have real jobs. During yeah. The- like Ed Hodgley is a bodybuilder. <laughs> during the I think they're all lawyers. I'm I was gonna say, I think like some of them actually are like lawyers or accountants, maybe or something. Or Andy, are you a ref? <laughs> um. Oh, I was gonna ask. Um, didn't Mayweather bet on himself in his last fight? Like, like Mayweather is actually a known big better. I've seen yeah, some I of the stuff he, when I, I used to. Because it was crazy. Like the odds were stupid for that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Mayweather. I feel like literally gets away with murder. So I don't know. Well, literally. Like it's, it's gets away with other stuff. That's for sure. You're allowed to bet on yourself. In boxing, at least, I think. In your whole life, Andy, you should always bet on yourself. Well, no, that'd be a bad idea. Whoa. Win. Ouch. Ominous, Andy, Are you guys. A thousand. Every day of my life, sir. Okay. Everyone knows that's not true. <laughs> Ouch. I'm uh, I'm on a very successful pod. Got that going for me. Or an iTunes. <laughs> yeah. wow. Look the, at that. The leap. The leap of progress right there. It's huge. Been uh, like over, what do you think, like 70 episodes in the making? Because we've been splitting them up and we've had happy hour. I think it's well over 70 episodes. Yeah, yeah probably. A lot of hours. And now we're here. Studio. Wow. What what uh? It's always fun to look back, but let's uh look forward to these playoffs. I was just gonna say it just came in that the Cleveland Cavaliers have lost again. Hot dog! And they are now down 2-0 to the Boston Celtics, heading back home. And I was saying to people, I've been saying this for the last week or so, and it was looking clear that it was gonna be Boston Cleveland. Was that the one thing about Boston is they play good three point defense? And I mean, I get it that LeBron's, you know, LeBron. But the reason why he did so well against Toronto was because he had all he had guys hitting wide open threes, and Boston has been preventing that so far this series. I mean, Cleveland was held uh, like eighty something points game game one, and they were held to ninety four tonight. And Boston's just been—they're just a complete team right now. They're if they win at least one in Cleveland, King James is in trouble. If only gambling were legal last week. <laughs> I we said it on the podcast. You were not here, but that's that'd be a good bet. The Celtics series, yeah. yeah. The Celtics series price was going off at about two to one. It's crazy. How and that was because of what? That's because Celtics are getting no respect, and then it's also because Cleveland dominated Toronto. Because Cleveland were actually underdogs in the series price against Toronto, and they obviously did quick work of them sweeping them. But LeBron's in trouble, and I think he's if, if Boston starts to get to him, if Boston, I think all Boston needs to do is just take one. But even even here, I mean. It's going to be tough for Cleveland to win three in a row against Boston. Boston's just been complete in the playoffs this season. They've been playing well, and I don't. I think they haven't lost. I don't even know if they've lost at home yet in the playoffs. No. Yeah, I think they're undefeated. still undefeated at home, which would make them eight zero at home now in the playoffs. But they're 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 a good team. They played good defense, and like in today's NBA, the way teams beat you really it seems like is by hitting their threes and. They've got Boston young prevents guys that. who have not got lost in the moment, and that's rare. Yeah, they got a special team there, and they just uh, 
They're just, and it's funny to think that their two best players are out. You know, you don't have, you haven't had Hayward all year. You don't have Irving. I think Horford's actually their best player with his 13 points a game. Yeah, they've just been a complete team. I mean, it's like one night it could be uh, Horford that takes a game-winning shot. One night it's Brown. One night it's Rozier. Yeah, and and what they're good at is spreading that around. And uh, what Cavs lack is that. You know, yeah, all they have is LeBron. I think he put up another 40-point game. And that's what I'm saying. And that's exactly another thing that I've been telling people when I talk about this series. I'm like, let LeBron score 40, 45 points. They still have to find a way to get another 55, 60 points somewhere if they want to yeah. win. And you're clearly seeing it that they haven't been able to. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, so I think, I, I mean, this is for real. I This actually really doesn't come to that much of a surprise to me that Boston's up 2-0. I think they're for real. And if Boston goes up uh i mean does move on to the finals i would be very interested to see what they can do against golden state or houston which leads us to the golden state houston series well actually Woo. i just wanted to say i think i have the oh boy the hottest take of 2009 and that is lebron james is he overrated you said first off never heard that in 2009 that's a joke because that's like skip bayless talked about that every day in 2009 Did before he? lebron won a championship or 2010 whenever Talks about that this every was, day, ever. They always do these like LeBron versus Kobe. Like well, Kobe's got championships. And clearly, that's absurd. That Kobe is not even close to LeBron. But I think this LeBron renaissance is a little uh, overstated. I don't think he's past a uh, uh, Harden or Curry or Durant. I don't think he's clearly a, better than those guys. I think everyone's just ready to like. It's like, oh yeah, we forgot that LeBron is the best player, the, the MVP. He's just. We're having some uh, issues. I think there's in, a in the snake studio. in the studio. <laughs> some weird sounds. I think it was the speaker. But no, the, I was outside. I think the point oh. I'm making is LeBron. LeBron is a better history than those guys. But like right now, for one game, I don't know that I really would rather have LeBron. I think he's because his team is so poor around him. He's putting up these crazy numbers. Yeah, and um, and he he had he's had to this whole playoff uh. I guess uh, this whole playoffs, uh, he's put up. I think I read a stat today that after he scored 40 points tonight, it was his fifth time this postseason, which is marks his highest um, ever in postseason history for him. And um, that's just not going to do it. I mean, like you need more help. You, you can't just do it one man show. And yeah. as far as talent goes, I, I, it's hard to say because LeBron is kind of a freak of nature, just size, speed, quickness, um, and just his aggression really um i mean it's different nowadays too because back when kobe was in his prime it was such a one-on-one game you know now it's all about ball movement uh fast breaks and lanes right um you don't really see that one-on-one connection anymore as much and i mean it's hard to compare those types of players because i think if you put lebron one-on-one with any of those guys i think he has too much power for them to handle um, and it's just, I don't know. I, I just think LeBron currently is the best in the NBA. And, um, I mean, there's definitely argument for it. I just don't, I don't see anybody. I think there's a reason better. he hasn't won MVP. I just think those, those other guys have had better seasons or more effective seasons. Whereas like, yeah, you say LeBron's just this matchup nightmare because of his size and strength. Like obviously bully Curry around, but like. Curry won those MVPs. He absolutely earned those oh, MVPs. I, I don't Big disagree. I, I think he I think... was definitely the best player in the NBA at that point. Yeah. And now that he's playing with another guy who's considered one of the best in the NBA, 
his numbers have dipped. So LeBron doesn't have that curse for that benefit. No, and I agree. I agree with you, but I think LeBron has also had the misfortune of those players, James Harden, Steph Curry, uh, Kevin Durant, uh, stepping up in different seasons. Russell Westbrook, for one, too. Um, where they have just they've just had uh, huge seasons, right? And while LeBron has always been in the conversation, though, you know, he's always been right there, and I think that just shows. Yeah, he might not have been the best that year, but his consistency has gone for for lots of years going on, and I, I think that's a testament to him being the best in the yeah, NBA. Yeah, I think I think when it's all said and done, when we're old men talking about our players from the past, we ha- we're not there yet. We will. <laughs> We will consider LeBron to be better than any of those guys. I agree. But I think at this moment, 33-year-old LeBron, I think he's just he's he's having this kind of, these numbers simply because he has to in the moment. And we've seen uh, other guys score 40 points and have their team lose, like, you know, last night. Yes. Houston Rockets at home lost to the Warriors last night by what was it? Like 13 points or so? Yeah. I think it was like 119-106. Yeah. And uh Golden State, I mean, I think it was a big wake-up call last night because a lot – I mean, I was a big – I mean, I like Golden State. I think – I mean, in this series, I think Golden State was actually two-point underdogs last night, and I remember looking at that right away and being like, that's ridiculous. And, I mean, I get it. You have to make – And I get that, but it's like I still think Golden State should have been like the one- or two-point favorites. But I know you're not going to because then everyone would have just been betting on Houston because they would have been like, wait a minute, Houston's home dogs are the one seed. But Golden State's – just Golden State, they're just good. They just don't lose. I mean, it's like, and like they were, it's like they beat you everywhere too. It's like you had last night. Durant drops like thirty-seven, and then Thompson's hitting his threes, and then Curry didn't do that great, but then he gets like a clutch steal late and stuff, and then Draymond Green's, you know, brings in a gets a technical foul sixty seconds into the game, but he still had like nine rebounds, nine assists or something. He's just, they just, they're just too good. They're too much. They're too they're much. Too good. Their their starting five is just too. Too ridiculous. And then you got it's guys. It's an all-star team. It really is. Then you got guys like Iguodala that just randomly show up in the playoffs for like with their defense at least and stuff. I mean, well, yeah. Iguodala is a guy. I mean, much to a lesser extent, where when he was the guy on his team, he put up really good numbers. No, Iguodala, like and that's the thing is like Iguodala can put up a twenty-point game in the playoffs, and it's just like, oh great, just what you they needed another guy that can throw up twenty points in a game yeah. on this roster. Yeah, I think uh, what separated Golden State there is just they're resilient. They never. Uh, we're afraid of Houston went on some runs. I think they were they were up. And that's what Houston's going to do because they shoot the three-pointer so yeah. well. I mean, they could score 10 points within like three possess like four possessions, you Golden know. State were, was making some bad turnovers and, you know, Draymond already lost his cool 10 seconds into the game. Yeah. It looked like, "Oh, maybe Houston's got it," but it's just like, "No, we're Golden State. We we Yeah, I watched we might that. We win the game, but we're not backing down. I watched that first playing. quarter and Houston came out hot. They they were up. Should I want to say it was like 15 to 4 or something like early on? Yeah. And like they were and off to a good start, well. and then at the end of the quarter, it ended up being only thirty to twenty-nine, Houston, because Golden State just—they're just too good. They go out on a run, they hit a couple threes. Yeah, you I know, think, they're just too good. I think what we saw is that Houston relies a lot on guys we don't consider stars, but I players I really like, like PJ Tucker and Trevor Ariza. I think Ariza was good. Yeah, I like Ariza, obviously. They, they've got a really deep team, but none of those guys are going to make an all-star team. You know, like Draymond's the fourth guy, and he's made a multiple all-star teams. Yeah. And the other thing, Chris Paul wasn't very good last night. Yeah. I think I that's think – And, well, the other thing, change. too, is, like, this is it, – it also could get to a point where it gets a little mental because this is that point where Chris Paul's been – I mean, has Chris Paul ever been this far? No. no. That's what Chris I'm saying. Not. So, like, but he 
he's got to the, you know, that last round when he, you know, didn't do things didn't work out so well for him a couple years ago with LA. But then it's like, you know, he's never been this far. And then I feel like has Harden even been this far or has he been this far once? Yeah. When they beat the Clippers. Well, that's right. Harden's actually also oh, been in the finals, I guess. Yeah. Because I forget, we forget he was there with Oklahoma. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of was, do you remember when Harden was on Oklahoma City and Ron Artest hit him in the face with an elbow in the playoffs? Sort of. And that's what that Draymond Green play was just like. I think Harden just, <laughs> it was like the same thing. Harden hit a layup and was going, going to run back on defense, and Artest just gave him a huge elbow to the face. And it's a message. Yeah, I remember that. It's trying to get in the head of, like, I think with Green right there, and it's like Durant said in an interview after the game, he's like, we're not worried about Draymond at all. Like we don't, we know we don't need to cool him down because he knows what he's doing. He's out there to, he gets, he tries to get in your head, and it does get frustrating. But it's like I know you he hate fouled, it, but he Tucker on a three. Oh, that was he, yeah, that was bad. He that like was bad. The ref after he already had technical, and it was like well, and that's what. Oh man. Were you watching the game when that happened, or did yeah. you see the highlight? Yeah, and Reggie Miller was commentating that and said, if this wasn't the playoffs and he didn't already have a technical, he's like he would have been tossed right there. But the refs are gonna let more go in the playoffs because. They'll, they'll give you a longer leash, but and the funny thing about that was, is like, it was a clear foul. Like, it's not like Tucker put out his leg. It's not like he barely nicked him. It's like he tackled him <laughs> and he like, the ball was like shot in the air and it like hit the side of the backboard. Cause he hit him so good. Tucker definitely took him down. Like, but that was after Tucker's a big guy too, though. Green made contact and then Tucker kind of like grabbed him so that when he fell, they both regardless though, I know, but, but it was a foul already. It was, it yeah. definitely was a foul. There's no, and I, and I know that's just Draymond being Draymond in the playoff or Draymond being Draymond in general, but he steps it up even more in the playoffs where he just brings that energy, he just gets animated. He gets crazy and he wants to fire a fires of the team. And honestly, it works for them with him because I think, uh, Clint Capella needs to start wearing a cup. <laughs> get prepared. Yeah. Just get ready. It's yeah, gonna happen. I was listening to that today too, actually listening to, uh, something that was talking about how like Draymond Green he'll go after the groins of the taller guys and then the guards he goes after their throats <laughs> I was just like the guy's an animal <laughs> I just really want one to, I mean I don't know Draymond's gives the good energy but I'd like to see him get in a real scuffle one of these yeah, days like like, uh, alright Charles hit, hit I know that's, I wasn't trying to go there but yeah, James Johnson on the heat which is why I didn't say that but he, what James Johnson on the heat done karate his whole life or something he's like it's actually like really really good like if he ever got in a fight he would like kill Draymond Green is that what he said no <laughs> and he won't get in a fight because he knows like it'd be bad but like because this cheese on point from karate yeah but I'd like to see that if Draymond just like loses it one day and pushes that guy like wrong guy <laughs> oh yeah just gets karate chopped. <laughs> yeah. Just a roundhouse kick on the a court. Samurai sword, and there goes his head. Um, wow. Let's talk about some other playoffs, though. Yeah, so the NHL uh, game three just ended tonight with Tampa Bay winning mm-hmm. four to two, making that a two one Washington series. The home teams are zero and three in that series so far. So what a disappointment for the fans. Seems to be a road. Warrior series thus far. I kind of expected the Tampa Bay win today. I did too. They weren't going to go down 3-0. Yeah. They, they, that team's too talented, and they knew that it, they couldn't yeah, go it, down 3-0. If they go down 3-0, they know the implications. I mean, the percentage is very is slim. So, so low. The NBA, um, it's actually never even happened. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. So it um, happen? Oh, yeah, it happened. Uh, Kings did it in hockey. Yeah, yeah, the Flyers did it against the Bruins also yeah. a few years, like back in 09 or something. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, 2010, so 2010. I'm really, really impressed by Washington in the series. Um, I am too. I did not expect them to win fire. two in Tampa Bay. Yeah, no, it's crazy. But uh, but anyway, that series is definitely exciting because there's a lot of good 
goal scores on both teams. And Big so time. far, all three games have been high scoring. I think it was the first one was four, four to two, two, four to two, and then the second one was like six two six, or so, something like six that. To, yeah, six two, I think. And then the last tonight's game was four two. So we've had at least six goals in every game. So. For you betters out there, maybe keep taking the over. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe and no, it doesn't work like that. Much. Well, so apparently so far they haven't, because it's been six every day or every game so far, and it's, it's been right at six crazy. or over. They ain't changing that line. If that line's been right at six every time, they're gonna keep it right there. Yeah, so but no, uh, very entertaining series. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to game four because, um, that's almost a must-win for Washington. Because if you get Tampa Bay back in it uh, with an even series, I don't see Tampa Bay losing. Um, and you already took home ice advantage. So all you have to do is win one game at home for game four, and you have some great odds going in your favor to wrap that series up and make a finals appearance for Ovechkin. So uh, yeah, I would like to see Ovechkin get it. That would be, that would be awesome. Um, in the Western Conference, we are tied up at 1-1. Yeah, uh, Vegas just won. Same yesterday. thing too. I kind of expected Vegas to win Game Two after losing mm-hmm. Game One. I just didn't expect them to go down 2-0. That's going to be a hell of a series, I think, because uh, Winnipeg. Yeah. You don't hear about them too often. They're just kind of like like Vegas has gotten a lot of attention because they're the brand new team and they've been having such a historical season. Mm-hmm. But Winnipeg's the one that people really don't talk about too much. They're kind of like the dark horse there, and Winnipeg is a very good team. They have very one good. of the best. Goal scorers in the league that I feel like most people probably haven't even heard of. Very underrated. Patrick yeah. Lane or Lane, yeah, well, they, say it. Their whole team is very like unknown. It's probably yeah. because they're based in Canada and they don't probably don't get much yeah, base I mean, time. Yeah, because they're, they're not a popular Canada team. Exactly. Like when you think of Canada hockey, you think of Toronto, Toronto, and, Toronto and you think of... It's a uh, smaller city. It's, what is it? it's like 100 miles north of Minnesota or something. And it's kind of the middle of the country, Canada. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, de- it's definitely... And they were uh, an older hockey team back in the day. Um, so yeah, and then to they get lost their franchise their, back. I was going to say, yeah, they lost I their franchise for a little bit. When, uh, they became the Coyotes. Oh, yeah. The, the original yeah. Winnipeg Jets. And then the Thrashers became. Hey, yeah, I remember Winnipeg. them being the Thrashers. When they were the Atlanta Thrashers, they were absolute garbage. Yes. Like, that team was at the bottom of the league like was, every season. Well, I was telling Andy, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Atlanta Thrashers. They had one of the best goal scorers when they had Kovalchuk, but for one of the seasons. Well, Winnipeg's playoff when this – year was the first in that franchise history because yeah, well, they're, had never they're won. not stopped they haven't stopped well, it's there strange that like in, in basketball when those teams like move and come back they try to take the old history back i know right so like i'm surprised Winnipeg didn't. uh the charlotte hornets that were the bobcats but they have the history of the like glenn rice hornets mm-hmm. who actually moved to new orleans and then became the pelicans and, and so, like, eventually what's so going to happen with the clippers the and the seattle supersonics <laughs> what Bomber's building is new. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I think it might still happen. He's Microsoft, right? Yeah, but he lives here. Where's Microsoft? Redmond, Washington, I believe. Uh-huh. So, Seattle area. That's weird. Yeah. Ouch, um, Andy. But... <laughs> you scared? It's not going to happen. <laughs> um, but no. Moving it, the Clippers? <laughs> exactly. That would be fun. And uh, so, game three tomorrow for them. And yep. uh, really That's looking gonna, forward to it. I really hope it's going to be... I would love to see Washington versus Vegas because I wouldn't mind seeing Vegas win because I think that would be incredible for a team to come in their first season and win it. And then obviously they have the tragedy at Route 91 back in October, so that would also be cool for that city. But at the same time, it's like I'm a a fan of hockey, and I want to see Ovechkin eventually get one. And I think if it came – because I had kind of picked Vegas to win this whole thing. But um, 
if it came down to Washington and Vegas, I'd have to root. I, I'd for, be cheering for Washington, for Washington also. <laughs> Just because I'm a Russian fan. I like, I like one Russian player. No, I actually like a few. You're, Pavel you're, Datsuk. You were a big fan of the Olympic athletes from Russia. <laughs> exactly. That was actually a good. Uh, that was a hell of a gold medal game <laughs> this year when the Olympic yeah, athletes of Russia beat. Uh, in Germany with nobody on their team. A hell of a game by the yeah, Olympic yeah. athletes so, of Russia. Hey, it's embarrassing. Pavel. Was it embarrassing? Yeah. Was it? It was like. Canada was like the heavy favorites, and they didn't. That Russian team was like a mid-level NHL team versus well, they had a, nobody's. They literally had like every retired player. They really in the were NHL like a mid-level team. You had Datsuk on that team. You had Kolchuk on yeah. that team. So. Um, and you know what they won? Doesn't matter how you do it, Andy, as long as you do it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be a great series, both sides, East and West. Uh, I could honestly see both series going six or seven. Oh, absolutely! Easily. And this this is that time of the year where there's. Unless it's basketball, these conference tournaments, I mean, these conference yeah, no, finals right. usually go six, seven games. Unlike basketball, that I, seems I will to just say be over in like four. For once, though, like the basketball conference finals are going to be entertaining. Well, we hope. I don't. I honestly yeah, don't know about yeah, Golden State. I, I honestly could see Golden State sweeping them. I hate to say that, but I really could. I, I, I could see Golden State having four close games that they win. Yeah. Just like I could see yeah, Golden State true, maybe give like I don't know if Golden State goes up two zero tomorrow, Houston's gonna be they're not gonna they're gonna be fucked if houston can win tomorrow then i will believe that that series can be some because i think houston's definitely good enough to win in golden state if they play their potential but i don't know Golden yeah, State just and I, think, also, uh, I think that's the thing though injuries and stuff too. yeah but uh, but yeah. i think that's the thing for suspensions houston. for houston to win they have to play to their potential for oh yeah golden they have, state well, they to, have win, to be hitting their three they have too. to be like playing half their potential you know what i mean so it's like i can see where you come from and Houston's a really good team. And also, the Chris, the biggest thing too is Chris Paul needs to be Chris time. Paul like he was in the last game against uh, who they beat last series, uh, Utah, when he dropped like forty points or something. Because honestly, they need Chris Paul. They James Harden. I mean, he can't do it alone either. And he said, you know, they're blessed enough to have two great players in Chris Paul and James Harden, but he needs uh, Chris Paul needs to step up big time if they want to have any chance. Chris Paul needs to bring uh, Oscar from the office to the game. So. <laughs> yeah, let all, all three of them gel. They're really good friends now. So. How do you know? I watch TV, so I see their commercials. <laughs> oh, that can't be a lie. Uh, um, He's not playing Oscar what if, from the office. What if one of the commercials is they're driving <laughs> up to Seattle? <laughs> He's getting traded back to the Clippers, but they're moving. Oh. How would you feel the about Seattle that? Seattle Clippers? That's not a bad ring to it. That he, actually probably change it to the Sonics, right? Never Chris mind. Paul is Sonics. coming Seattle, back. Seattle is in Washington. Huh? But going away. Does that ruin your heart, Andy? I mean, he's, he's already old. Hold on. What? Beautiful. Are you uh, – anything else to say about this series? No. I was talking about State Farm commercials. Okay, so that's a no. Should we do an ad? Anyway, speaking of Seattle. Uh-oh. One of Seattle's baseball players I today. About to transition as well. Was uh, their best baseball player, <laughs> Robinson Cano, was this, who actually just broke his hand. Is he their best player? You think? Yes. See, right, uh, he's their the best news. hitter. Break the he's news, the... and I want a question for you. Who do you think is their best player, other than, like, maybe James Paxton? Seager. Okay. Who do you so, think... like I said, yeah. Seattle's best player today was uh, – he actually broke his hand over the weekend, I believe, or was it Thursday? It was late last week, early yeah. week, whatever. Within the last few days, broke his hand when he got hit by a pitch, and I don't know if – him having surgery or whatever is what... That, that's what my question was going to be. 
I, I, I'm going to assume yes. So, so in certain surgeries, they will do some blood work and whatnot and kind of, uh, just to just to see certain things, make sure everything's good. Yeah, I um, think I had that when I had my surgery. You yeah, like check things they, out. To it's basic. Like... It's basic hospital procedure. What they do is they take your blood, and make sure everything's functioning correctly, just in case there's any underlying. Baseball. Well, just in case there's any other underlying uh, factors going in in your system that they can take care of as well. Um, so I have to imagine that is what took place in this. Yeah, no, I agree. No. You don't think so? The hospital would not give lab results to baseball. That's very true. It is patient confidentiality. Yeah, you're, that's true. You, those things are. So here's my thing. Tests. What if they had his permission? He, no, he, they did have, oh, oh, if he's if they, if they would have been like you already, you already have blood work here. Okay, but here's another it. thing though. Here's another thing. No, because we all know that the drug testing is mandatory. Like people, they yeah. drug test these guys. How do we know that baseball didn't say or the team didn't like baseball didn't say hey. Like maybe they have something that we don't know about that when these guys do have these surgeries that they do just that they can say check his blood and he can't say no because well it's a HIPAA violation. Yeah, I don't think. Um, but I don't think that's efficient to like oh well he got hurt we should test him now. It w it wouldn't have come back this and this this would have to be a yeah this has to be a previous test. He even he knows what it is. He said a doctor in the Dominican Republic gave him because it's it's illegal here. That's what yeah. that's what the gray area with the shit is. is yeah. that it's an accepted treatment for. You know, just, I don't know what it was. So here's my other question, because he's technically on the DL. Does his suspension start now, or does it start yes. when he gets off? So it does start now? Because that would have been really fucked. But anyway, but so Robinson he's gonna Cano. Lose, he's going to lose like $12 million. Yeah, that's insane. Robinson Cano, one of the, at least a few years ago, was one of the best hitters in yep. baseball. One of the more dangerous hitters Premier in baseball. Name. And now it's up, It's a little sad that his name is now linked with some PEDs. Nobody cares. Don't they? I was looking at like list. If guys. anything, all the fans are like, take more. Yeah. Bartolo fans. got suspended. It's like, and now he's just like a folk hero. Bartolo is somehow 45 years old and still pitching for the Rangers and actually putting up solid numbers, which I think is incredible. That that man is as big as he is. It's 700 pounds. And is 45 he, years old. He busted for the, for the PEDs, and he, it was like, oh, well, this is over. Well, he's, he's taking something that's making him live forever. He's just eating a lot. He's just yeah, a lot of sausage. Steaks. He's a good breakfast every morning. Beans. The whole deal. <laughs> so I, I just want to recap on one story that we talked about previously last week. Um, it was the Des Bryant story for the NFL. Um, the rumor was that he was looking at the Saints and I think Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I read today that Jason Witten, who is now going to be, I think, an ESPN analyst, or is it a Fox analyst? One, one of the stations. It's Monday Night Football, right? Yeah, so it's ESPN, ESPN right? And um, he's going to take on that role now. Uh, he actually came out today saying that he thinks Des Bryant's going to be going to Green Bay. Ooh, that would be exciting. Yeah, fuck him. I would actually be okay with that. I, I don't see why. Uh, I don't see where I, well, they have the money because I thought – I think they, they do. Had, I think they do have the they money. They had to cut Jordy to, so they could sign Jimmy. I think they had to cut – well, no, they have the money for Jimmy anyways, I believe. But I think with the whole s scenario base for them was they needed to free up cap space for this impending deal for Rodgers. And uh, if you sign Dez to a big money deal, uh, I, I just don't see it being possible to extend Rodgers immediately, uh, which would be very, very interesting and pretty dumb on their part not to be able to do that. Um Secondly, I, if they if he does go to Green Bay, I gotta think it's on one of those uh, Alshon Jeffrey deals, yeah. one year prove a deal, 
um, where he can go with the best quarterback in the league, uh, bump up those numbers, and then sign elsewhere for his final contract to play out in the NFL. Be smart of him. Um, as well as, I mean, like, it's got to be, you, you got to think Aaron Rodgers would just boost his numbers incredibly. But I wouldn't want it, obviously, as a Vikings fan. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I mean, that would that's something interesting to think about. I just, it's something I read today from uh, Jason Witten of all sources. So I uh, thought I'd throw that out there. But uh, that is my only story for the NFL. I think that's our last story. Yeah, of I think that's uh, crazy. Cool. Unless Andy's got one last thing, yeah, you always never know. Does. Come on, Andy, out with it. We'll talk about it next week. I don't know. I don't Ooh, know. We'll, we'll like talk that. about it next week. Geez. You're just going to have to wait. Andy, we switched oh. to... Oh, no. No, God This is not damn. one last thing. This is a big fucking deal, and that's the NBA draft lottery. Oh, oh that is a damn. You know what? 30 more minutes. Oh, okay. Well, we can right wrap this up that. in two, I think. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, like, the percentages, like we said earlier. Oh, yeah. yeah no big surprises. The Kings left, I believe. That's the only team. The only team. Yeah. Yep, so the Suns won the lottery. They'll get the number one pick, and they were the favorites to win it at 25% chance. Then the Kings are the second. The Hawks are third. And then uh, the biggest thing also, I think, is that uh, the Philadelphia 76ers got the Lakers pick, which ended up being the 10th pick. So you're going to have an already good young team is going to get better with a solid pick at number 10. It's a pretty deep draft. I think think the top two guys are really, really good this year. I think they're better than – Past. Yeah, and we'll give. And I, I like think the depth. I think a lot of these guys are guys who. I think we'll give more. Uh, stars, when the draft comes around, which I believe is in about a month, I think we'll give more of a, a little preview of who we yeah. think will go where and how good we think they'll be and sleepers and busts and all that stuff. But for now, it's just like you know, it, basically, what the draft went to as planned. I mean, nothing crazy. You had, I think, Cleveland got like the eighth pick. The yeah. thing that would have been really crazy is if the Celtics had a chance to get a second or third pick if that's where the Lakers pick would have landed and if the Celtics would have got been the number two or three pick I think all hell would have broke loose because that that is already a very good team the reason the Celtics own that would have a chance of that pick was because they traded down with Philly and took Jason Tatum who was way more productive than Markel Fulton Uh, just by a little bit (laughs) and just like ah, Boston just lucks out this shit. Maybe you know we say it's lucked out, but who's to say that Boston just doesn't draft very well? No, you know, certain made, people made, draft right better choice, than others. But why did Philly make that trade a future first? Because the other, now that they aren't going to get the Lakers pick, they get the Kings pick next year. That's what Boston gets. Like that's fucking crazy. Because somehow the Sixers own the Kings pick in 2019. Craziness. But uh, what I thought's more interesting than the order is the. The lottery itself and how it might be changing, I think it's something the NBA wants to do. I think it do. needs to change, man. So I was thinking that I, I don't th- I don't think it needs to be like even odds for everyone. I think it's kind of crazy. No, I. But I'd like to see more of the picks opened up for the lottery. I think so. I think that would be more interesting. And I don't know. I'm just sick of. And I'm I'm sure Adam Silver is too because that's why he wants to change it. Is just the tank. Well, this year was, was extraordinary because I think there's eight teams within like four games at the end of the yeah. and I think that's where if you open up the lottery to more of the teams there would be more of an incentive for a team like I don't know the Bulls I'm trying to think of another team the Knicks where it's like you have an equal chance of getting the sixth pick or the twelfth pick exactly and it's so like, why not try to win as many games absolutely and I think that's something that would improve it and not only that it would add way more excitement to the lottery because yeah. well, as, as it Clippers is now fan, it was like 
I think Tony was saying they had like less than a percent chance to get any of the top three picks. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, well, it's not going to happen. But if like, well, they also have an eleven percent. So chance you're to saying get there's a chance. Number five, like that would be exciting. Oh, absolutely! It, it would make everybody to turn in tune in to that draft lottery it because would be, it would be huge for a lot of those teams that just missed out on the playoffs to big time potentially get a top guy where that you totally can put you over the hump like how the clippers won the lottery oh. and they could take Doncic. now they're like back to being maybe not a contender but on their way again and i think it would help i, I honestly think it would help the uh smaller franchise uh brands i guess you could say uh, like a, like your milwaukee right with uh giannis and all them um, if you had a chance to get a key player that could add to that roster, you know, yeah, that, made the that, playoffs, so. I, no, I'm just, I'm saying like that, that would be, uh, such a, ben- a benefit to you as a franchise where you're not as big, where you're not going to be able to, um, draw that free agency attention. You know what I mean? Um, to, to be able to kind of be able to get one of those top 10 picks would be really beneficial to those franchises in, uh, in particular. All right, so we're in agreement. Open up the lottery. Make more picks. Yeah, I agree. Lottery. Yeah. It'd be fun. That would be exciting. I mean, gambling's legal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one more. One more, Dobby. All right. Yeah. <laughs> hey. All right, well, I think that wraps up our sports episode number 58. You've been listening to Tony, Andy. I almost said off-road. That's also Andy. Uh, Carter and Sean. And make sure you check out our entertainment podcast, which is coming up next. Out.